1392 uh, until approximately 1910, the Korean Peninsula was under the Joseon Dynasty, uh, one of the most influential eras in Korean history uh, that can still be seen and felt in modern South Korean society today. The dynasty was complex with a lot of infighting, societal and government changes and military events. So we'll be discussing uh, various aspects of this time. Uh, we'll look at the background of how the dynasty began and how it ended. Uh, we'll look at some famous rulers. We'll look at some wars and invasions. Uh, we'll then be examining the religion and the culture of the Joseon dynasty and some important events that happened during this era. So let's talk about the start of the Joseon dynasty and how it ended. So prior to the Joseon dynasty, Korea was under what is known as the Goryeo dynasty, uh, but this was uh, falling apart uh, in no small way due to a combination of war weariness from the population, political infighting, and a series of heavy attacks by the Mongol Empire, who had in effect uh, come to control the Korean Peninsula. However, the Mongol Empire, uh, now under the name the Yuan Dynasty, uh, began to decline, allowing the uh, Korean forces to push them back. Uh, the creator of the Joseon Dynasty was actually a military commander who effectively initiated a coup d'etat in which he removed uh, the entire Korean ruling party. Uh, he eventually became the new king of the fledgling Joseon dynasty. His name was King Taejo. Uh, king Taejo sensed the Korean people needed a change from the previous ruling style and began a process to reform and create a new imperial court system. Uh, he also changed the capital city to what we now know as Seoul. Uh, this is partly due to traditions of changing capitals with every new dynasty and partly due to consultation with Chinese feng shui experts who advised on the location of the new capital. Uh, the end of the Joseon dynasty came officially in 1897 with a name change, but in reality it was 1910. Uh, this dynasty was abruptly ended uh, when the Japanese formally annexed the Korean Peninsula after making efforts to gain power and control in the country for a while. Uh, the Koreans resisted the Japanese influence, but a series of defeats on China and then Russia left the Japanese the dominant military force in the region. Uh, let's look at some of the notable rulers of the Joseon dynasty. Uh, there were in total 27 uh, official rulers, and we'll concentrate and highlight some of them here. Uh, King Taejo is uh, who we will begin with. As the first king of Joseon, his influence was perhaps the most wide-ranging. Uh, he's often been described as a man of his time, in which his actions and behavior may seem uh, difficult to understand in the modern context, but would probably have been 
necessary at the time. His forming of the new dynasty was bloody and there were many assassinations and battles. Uh, a far-sighted leader, uh, he saw beyond his own rule and established a legacy of progress that really continued into the subsequent rulers. All right, the next one we're going to look at is King Sejong. Uh, King Sejong was the fourth ruler of Korea, and he's probably the most famous of all the Joseon rulers. Um, he had a good balance of promoting the sciences, the arts, and military strategies. Uh, he was famous for his battles against uh, Japanese pirates, and also gaining territory in the north of the country by fighting against the Jurchens. Yeah, the Jurchens were a group of East Asian people from the Manchuria region of China. Uh, he was a great believer in Confucianism over other social influences like Buddhism. However, his greatest achievement was the creation of Hangul, which is the alphabet and writing system uh, that is still used today. Um, Hangul is a logical alphabet that allowed anyone to access writing, even those who didn't use the more complex Chinese characters that were previously only taught to the upper classes of Korean society. The next ruler we will look at is King Taejong. Uh, he was the third ruler and the father of Sejong. Um, he gains a mention here as his reign allowed Sejong to flourish when he eventually took power. Uh, Taejong seized power through a complex and bloody power struggle with his brothers. Uh, when he was in power, he altered the imperial court in such a way that it took power from the existing nobles and it gave the ruling family himself uh, much more power. Uh, much like the other kings, uh, he was also successful as a military leader and a promoter of education. Uh, the last ruler we'll be looking at here is King Songjong. He was the ninth ruler. Um, he was actually made ruler at the age of 12. But following traditions of the time, um, he did not actually take power until he was 19. Instead, his mother and his grandmother ruled in his place. Um, he completed the legacies of Sejong and Taejong, and he produced the codes for state administration a collection of laws, edicts, and customs from several centuries ago to his present day. Uh, he was known as an artist and a scholar, and he was the first king to invite Confucian scholars into the royal court, uh, which was actually in opposition to many of his advisors at the time. Uh, if we look at the religion and the culture uh, of the uh, Joseon dynasty, uh, the Joseon dynasty actually has a, a major and lasting effect on Korean culture, actually even to this uh, present day. So the biggest legacy the Joseon dynasty uh, has left is Confucianism. Uh, Confucianism became more dominant uh, in the Joseon dynasty and it grew over this period until it came to redefine Korean culture and lifestyle and changing it from the political system it was initially used as. Uh, the emergence of clans and bloodlines became 
significant for many Koreans. Uh, establishing heritage became necessary for distinguishing similar named Korean families, families and establishing ancestry. The society itself was very male-dominated, and there were strict rituals for speech, respecting ancestors and obedience, and this in effect created a very ordered and controlled society. Age, gender, family, and position became the hierarchy for Joseon Korea. Many of the social issues in modern South Korea are often linked to this period. Issues of marriage, uh, gender inequality, expressing respect for elders, all being uh, quite modern sources of conflict. Uh, some of the important events uh, that happened during the Joseon uh, dynasty, uh, we'll look at several events that took place during this period. Um, these events actually revolutionized Korean society. And again, they still have ramifications to this day. So we mentioned previously uh, King Sejong uh, created Hangul. Um, so this is the alphabet of Korean symbols that made the language accessible to everyone. Uh, why is it a legacy? Not only was the alphabet designed in such a way it takes very little time to learn, but it actually increased literacy for everyone, regardless of the social standing in Joseon Korea's strict hierarchical society. Uh, as well as the alphabet, many important buildings uh, were built in this time. And although they suffered from fires, attacks, and attempts to destroy them by invaders, uh, they served as important centers for power during this time. Uh, the founder of the Joseon dynasty, King Teju, constructed uh, several important new buildings to symbolize a change and the start of a new era for Korea. Uh, these were, amongst others, the Gyeongbok Palace in 1395 in what is now modern-day Seoul. The palace itself is an elaborate and stylish building uh, that was actually expanded after Teju's reign ended. Uh, the third king, Taejong, built the East Palace of Changdok in the early 1400s. Uh, this is a more natural looking palace that used the environment around it and it was constructed around a river and a mountain. Uh, Changdok was popular for many rulers to reside in as it had a bit of a more traditional setting and traditional architecture. Uh, most of the rulers of Joseon were to develop a government that was stable and introduced policies that allowed the function of government to work efficiently, something that the previous uh, dynasty had lacked. Um, it was arguably King Taejong who finally managed to implement these with the creation of various departments for different sectors of the kingdom, for example, taxes, public works, and the military. Uh, these may seem somewhat dull uh, in comparison to the military achievements and advances in technology and culture, but for a kingdom that had suffered from political infighting, constant invasions, and of course, maintaining a strict social hierarchy, this was an essential function. Uh, Joseon Korea was 
fairly isolated globally and really only maintained relations with the Ming dynasty of China, of which it held a vassal position. So allowed to rule, but acknowledging the more powerful country of which they did the majority of their trade. Uh, this was a semi-friendly type of alliance and both dynasties would become important to each other. At separate times, the Korean Peninsula would also trade with the Japanese Empire, but usually only through Tsushima Island. The Japanese Empire themselves mounted several campaigns against Joseon Korea, and it's fair to assume that relations were not as friendly as they could be throughout this time. But aside from those neighbors, Joseon Korea had almost no contact with other countries and no other trade agreements. Uh, let's look at some of the war wars and invasions that took place uh, during this time. So the Joseon dynasty was an era plagued with invasions and military incursions, especially through the middle period of the dynasty, situated geographically between two powerful neighbors, the Japanese and the Chinese, and unable to unify in a way that would create security and a strong defense, uh, Joseon Korea found itself unable to achieve victory in campaigns of defense against the Japanese, who attacked several times, and the new Qing dynasty of China, who had replaced the Ming dynasty later as the dominant force in the region. Uh, the Qing dynasty invaded twice and wanted Korea to be a uh, vassal to their emperor, Remember a relationship Korea had had with the previous Ming emperors. Uh, the Koreans resisted this, but eventually were defeated and surrendered to the demands in 1637. Uh, the Japanese attacks were less about tributes than conquest and occupation. So a major Japanese invasion came in 1592 to 98, and due to Poor preparation, political infighting amongst the rulers, and just generally being poorly mismatched in terms of technology, most of the southern Korean peninsula was captured by the invading Japanese, including the capital. Over time, the Ming allies of China intervened, and along with gains in technology, the Japanese were able to be pushed back. This reclaiming of Korean territory was assisted by Several victories won by a clever tactician and naval leader called Yi Sun Shin, who developed a new type of armored battleship known as the Turtle Ship. And he used these ships to great effect to defeat the Japanese, despite uh, being often outnumbered. Uh, the Joseon dynasty also came into conflict with Western powers also, with the French attacking in 1866 in revenge over the killing of French Christian missionaries. Uh, they took and they occupied Gangwa Island before being repelled by the Korean defenders and the greatly feared uh, tiger hunters, men who served as a new type of elite militia. Uh, the French retreated, taking books, documents, and silver. Uh, not much later in 1871, the US attacked Korea also uh, this attack was due to the sinking of an American ship earlier, the General Sherman. Uh, Korea at this time was extremely isolated in terms of trade and diplomacy. Illegally, 
the crew of the General Sherman had entered Korean waters in a possible attempt to initiate trade contract, uh, contact and had been destroyed by Korean forces. The Americans, upon realizing this had happened, attacked and took several fortifications of Gangwa Island. Uh, when the Americans had fortified their position, they attempted to pressure Korea to open up with trade. The Americans had several naval vessels and arms with them, and it's thought that this tactic, a type of gunboat diplomacy, in which a great show of military force can intimidate weaker nations into favorable trade, would force the Koreans to trade. However, the Koreans did not accept this, and as time progressed, the Americans realized that eventually the Korean forces would be too much to resist, and they withdrew. Even though the American forces overwhelmingly defeated the Korean forces, it really wasn't until a decade later that Korea agreed to trade with the Americans. <laughs>